Welcome to the Become New podcast with John Ortberg. We're in a series right now called Habit, where we're looking at the daily practices that shape the people we become. If you like this podcast, you can share it with a friend or give us a review wherever you're listening. That will help us spread the word. For more resources, visit becomenew.me. Now here's John. In that one. No, I'm not sitting in that one. No. Okay, we got a fresh one. Okay, let's start. Okay. Without you swearing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, and I'll do that. We're we're learning about habits. Nancy and I are actually in Pasadena right now. We are. For the installation of a new president of Fuller Seminary. Fuller's been a part of our lives for many, many decades, so it's a joyful time. When I was at the meeting today, one of the people who's on the board said, I've been listening at Become New on this whole habit stuff, and I have to say, I love your wife's approach to habits. So I thought, well, okay, I got to have Nance talk about habits for a while while I'm here. We've been learning about uh, we are a massive habits. Uh, habit formation is really spiritual transformation, life formation. But habits kind of a funky topic. And like when you think in the Old Testament, it's a lot about having habits like fasting or um, tithing. But then Jesus talks about uh, Pharisees who fast twice a week and tithe on uh, dint and so pill, mill, pickle, dill, dill. Yeah, yeah, and it gets them messed up. They're in worse shape than ever. So, Nance, what do you hate about habits? Oh, so many things. <laughs> I'll just talk, and then you can interject. Yeah, you're just gonna undo everything I've been doing well, for the last couple of weeks. I, I mean, the first thing I think is language is so important, mm-hmm. and for some of us, maybe not all of us, but yep. for some of us, the word habit conjectures being a soldier for God. Uh, I'm not interested in being a soldier for God. I'm interested in being his child, his daughter. And so I love the words um, practices or what am I trying to cultivate in my mm, life. Mm. Um, with habits, it feels harsh and arbitrary. And for some reason, that word, at least for me, my attention gets on that word and it all becomes about the habit, not the goal of the habit. So um, I just think language is really important. Yeah. And for many of us, what am I trying to cultivate? What practices am I engaged in works much better uh, for certain kinds of people than some of the harsher words that you use. <laughs> the guy I was talking with today actually is, he grew up in a military family. And I think that's part yeah. of why he was. Well, I didn't grow up in a military um, family. No, not at all. Um, or even with habits too, you know, people will say, well, you know, here's what an elite athlete has to do to get where they're at. I have no desire to be an elite athlete. Like that argument doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Not interested in being an elite athlete, so. But there is, um, there's a ba- basic truth that something like customs doesn't quite hit or practice doesn't quite hit, which mm-hmm. is, um, uh, if you get really good at anything, the way that you do it is it becomes habitual. And so, like you love to ride horses, you love mm-hmm. to surf. To get good at riding horses or to get good at surfing means it gets into your body. What used to be hard, laborious, effortful um, becomes increasingly less effortful, takes up less of your brain because it is embodied at the habit level. So that's where I don't know how to get rid of that word. Yeah, well, I know how to get rid of it. Don't use it. That's not hard. Yeah, okay. And I mean, I think I'm a really good horse rider. I'm not a very good surfer. Yeah. And I still enjoy it as much as if I was really good at it. So um, I love the word embodiment, um, Hmm. but habitual just feels routine in a way that I think for maybe people that are... Arbitrary? Routine and arbitrary, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and I think it works for some people. I think the other part um, that I wrote down just as I was thinking really quick um, is the scope of mm. habits mm-hmm. or disciplines. Often there's a small group of them and they're always the same and they uh. always get presented as the heart of it. So it's your daily quiet time every morning, do the same thing the same way, the same time, journal, read your Bible, pray. And um, I mean, I remember Dallas Willard saying the quiet time was only invented 100 years ago. But how it got elevated to be the end-all and be-all, um, I think, lacks the scope of if all of life is spiritual formation, mm-hmm. then there are so many more practices and cultivations I'm doing in my life that count that I feel like when we talk about it in this really narrow way, leaves out most of what's life-giving to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I think I talked about this. I can never remember what I've said to all of you or not recently, but how when we had our bathroom remodel, that became our favorite room in the house. Oh, yeah. In uh, Chicago. Back in the States. Yeah. And so... Um, at the when we both came home from work, we would just go up there and sit, close the door so the kids couldn't get at us <laughs> and talk. And so that became whatever you want to call it a yeah. practice. It was a really good thing, but it wasn't laborious. It wasn't like mm-hmm. now I got to eat my vegetables or practice piano scales. It was like we both looked forward to right. it, which seems like that's kind of best case. Yes, and I would not use the word habit for that. I would say we had a practice <laughs> of that. Yeah, because we wouldn't always do it. No, that's true. No, yeah, it wasn't. It also was not. Uh, uh, it wasn't mechanical. Right, right. Um, yeah, and, that's and another word that I think habit conjures up for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mechanical. Yeah. I remember Sybil Towner once said, I never do the same thing every day except brush my teeth. <laughs> and I really resonate with that. Like the, the idea of something that I do the same way every day takes the life out of me. Mm. For other people, it builds life into you, mm. and that's great. But um, it, it's hard for me to gravitate that the direction. The idea of having a routine... That you have to follow yeah. through. No. Yeah. Okay. Just a few. Oh, in, when I was in seminary, one of the things that a lot of the guys would say at seminary that took, I think, practices, disciplines, whatever the word you want to use is, and put it in the superstitious category mm. was so often I hear this, you know, I had a really rough day today. Oh my gosh, I forgot to have my quiet time. And I just remember thinking, this is crazy mm. that you get to the end of your day and you evaluate the quality of it based on whether or not you did that habit in the morning. Yeah. That just feels a little nutty to no, me. No, and it does feel um, uh, superstitious or magical yeah. in the sense that there's not a direct connection between the activity and what the outcome of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think um, just for me, revisiting every three to six months what I'm, what practices I'm doing mm. and change them up ah. to say, okay, I've done these for a while and now I want to try something different. That's very life-giving to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. so thinking about those things as a means to an end and asking, what kind of person am I becoming? And is that helping me or not helping me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So John is going to stop using the word habit for the rest of his life. <laughs> Except that he's not because there's no way to get around it. But this has been uh, really helpful. I've I don't use it. This has been, well, but you still cultivate habits. You I just don't use the H word. When you are teaching this stuff, you got to figure there's people like me listening to you. Yeah. There's people like you. And how do we put this in a framework where everybody has access to it and everybody has a magnetic draw to, I, I want to, I want to be that kind of person. That's the first thing. So therefore, these are the things I'm going to cultivate in my life. I think about that line that Dallas wrote in his book, Spirit of the Disciplines. Spirituality, wrongly mm. understood or pursued, yeah. is a major source of human misery yeah. and rebellion against God. Yeah. And uh, 
habit is one of those words that can easily lend mm-hmm. itself to be wrongly understood or pursued yes. and make people miserable and think I don't want God. So I will keep working on You all keep working on that. Yeah. Send in better words. Seriously. Send in other language. Don't just sit there. Don't just consume, consume, consume. <laughs> Let's have a little participation all right, engagement. All right. And remember, love is habit forming. But it's a lot more too. We cultivate love. <laughs> Bye. Hi, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us. You mean so much to us as a community, and we hope that this series helps you build some new habits in your life to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. And we want to hear from you throughout this series. If you have questions, you can put them in the comment box wherever you're watching, or you can email us or text us. And at the end of the series, we're going to sit down with John and talk about some of your questions. For more resources, you can visit becomenew.me. And to spread the word, you can hit subscribe, share this video with a friend, or give us a review on podcasts wherever you're listening. We'll see you next time.